Hey guys, it's Evelyn and Matt, and this is the Lemon Drop season finale of the Lemon Drop. Congratulations, Tara! Let's fucking start over. <laughs> God, <laughs> this is my worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> we have another Not really just repeat champ. That's exciting for Tara. It's very exciting for Tara, and she completely deserves it. But I fucking called this like five weeks ago. I said I charged everyone with not letting it happen and nobody fucking listened. And now look what we have to deal with. Well, you guys thought I was bad about. <sighs> it's just gonna only going to get worse, you guys. She has a long way to go before she can get to four championships, Matt. It's, it's true, but. Anyways, let's talk about the week. But Evelyn bought some really ambitious beers to help yeah, us through it. I did. It's from Wiley Roots Brewing, which we've been to. We really like it. It's up in Greeley. Uh, it's a blueberry, cinnamon, imperial burliner. Is that how you say that? Yeah. Imperial burliner style sour ale with blueberry and cinnamon. Berliner. I've never tried it before. Oh, it's purple. It's blueberry. That's the blueberry, I guess. Yeah. Here, try it. It just tastes like juice. Whoa. It kind of tastes like a pancake. It's delicious. It's not sour at I all. I get yeah, very little sour. I get almost no cinnamon and a lot of blueberry. It does kind of taste like a blueberry muffin with like the strudel on top. It's delicious. Might call this episode strudel on top. <laughs> if we forget we did this podcast in a few years and go back and look at all the titles, we'll have no idea what the fuck they mean. Probably not. Even maybe like in a month or two. We'll have no idea. Right. Anyway, so, so... do like a real quick summary of what happened. I mean, if you don't know what happened in week 17 in Monday Night Football, then... Get the fuck out! Kind of fucked and you. And the I mean, effect it had on <laughs> fantasy football, too. On everything. This was yeah. like, this wasn't even like just football fan news. This was national news. Yeah, it like, was wild. It was really scary and... Sure. I mean, like, there was the play on Monday night. Uh, Bills-Bengals was supposed to be like the biggest game of the season. was going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Huge fantasy implications. Huge game, huge NFL fantasy... Yeah. Everything implications. Everything was huge. I always call it massive. Sometimes they say huge. And then in the first quarter. Like nine minutes into the first quarter. Yeah. Damar Hamlin made a tackle. Who's a Bills safety. Mm-hmm. Made a tackle on T. Higgins after a catch. And just like a totally routine tackle. He stood up afterwards and then just collapsed to the ground. Super clean hit. Yeah. Super Nothing crazy. normal play. Needed nine minutes of CPR. Stood up and he fell right back down and went into cardiac arrest on the field. Yeah. We don't know, of course, the extent of his injuries, but the entire Bills team is out on the field right now. Several players are down on their knees. Other players are holding hands, praying. You can just see the worried looks uh, on their faces. As soon as we have more, uh, Joe, we'll pass it on up to you guys in the booth. The game was canceled. We learned later. And then... Well, that and so that was the big, yeah... It took forever to get started and then, or I mean, to be handled. Right, to figure out what was going to happen with that game. And then eventually they postponed the game and then we spent three and a half days waiting to see if it was going to be resumed or just totally canceled. What does this mean for fantasy? What are all the fantasy platforms going to do about it? Mm-hmm. So many questions that you you wanted to have good enough morals to ignore these questions and just worry about how Hamlin was doing, which sounds like he's doing way better now. Yeah. 
which is good. Is the only reason we can talk but about this scary, with any levity. He was, like, intubated on a ventilator. Oh yeah, an unhealthier person could have, could have should have just died. Uh-huh. Like it was and a if result you didn't of have, his like, immediate medical attention. That was it. They said it's his youth, his fitness, and then the quick response by the Bills medical team is what saved his life, basically. Wild. But anyways, yeah, like you didn't want to be insensitive to the fact that like obviously that man's life and safety is more important than this game that we play. It also is like something that we're all very passionate about. Let us have this stupid little game, all right? And so it's hard to to figure out the steps to go forward. All right, now he's okay, and he's swearing on Twitter, and so it's okay. It's acceptable for us to be, you know, to look at it in the rearview mirror uh, humorously, I guess. So what does this mean for... I was paying attention to four leagues, I think, and every league handled this slightly different. Or not handled it, but it mattered in so many different ways. Like, yeah, this is just totally unprecedented. A lot of the fantasy platforms just wiped the game. Right. It was canceled. They. It was as if you're... Guys got an injury. They removed the points that were scored because the game was just voided, basically. Right. But they were very adamant about saying, like, you know, this is what we're doing. You do what's right for your league. So mm-hmm. uh, I reached out to the four people affected in the last four game in the you know the first and third place games to see what they felt was right because it was kind of up to them. Evelyn and I were discussing this a few minutes before we started recording it. And I said, you know, if any of these games just had like, if if each team had one receiver that got canceled out of that game, I would have felt fine leaving the scores as they were because they were both affected equally. But we didn't have that anywhere. It was, yeah, it's just super, super tricky. So essentially what we ended up agreeing on, I mean, they ended up agreeing on was uh, in the first place game, we had a compromise on payout. Only because Tara was up by so much and Emily had a huge task ahead of her anyway, which was unlikely to happen. And we'll actually get to the what might have happened in a few minutes here. She was down by so much that one of the more clever compromises I read about online was give the second place person the percentage projection they had before Monday Night Football. Give them that percent of the first place trophy or the first place money prize. And then the corresponding percent of their second place. What this means is we're going to give Emily 4% of the first place prize money and 96% of the second place prize money, which is only amounts to like 8 or $9 difference. But it's a little extra. It's a little extra just for the, yeah, just for the shitty situation. Had the game been much closer, this might not have been an acceptable compromise. Or if Tara was down and still projected to win, but then lost because her players didn't get any points. This wouldn't have worked either. It just sort of worked out nice for our situation. Emily graciously accepted that. And Tara, oh, God, is our champion again? She did it. She did it. In the other game, the other game was a lot messier in Brian Stevens. And they both agreed to do this Madden simulation thing, which was not a solution I'd seen a lot of other people take advantage of, but... It was sort of akin to, like, let's just see what their week 18 points are. You're letting fate play out in some way. Sure. So what are some of the things we read about people doing? People just, like, calling them zeros because the game didn't happen. Calling zeros, um, splitting the pot and and co-champions. Right, co-champions. Again. There was a lot of people that did, like, just taking your, that player who didn't play their season average and using that as their. Those sucked for me. Yeah, either taking that, so like say, you know, we would say take take Gabe Davis's average points per game across the rest of the season, or which whatever was it was, right in the same area as his projected score was anyway. Right. 
that was the other option too was just apply his projection. So either way, we were talking about like eight or ten points, and he needed twenty-four. So mm-hmm. you know, easier math there. Um, also, the the co-champion solution we we said didn't really apply here because there was such a huge gap. If it had been like sixty forty something like that, I, you know, that would have made more sense. I would have hated that though. I I like, do yeah I don't like I it either. I want it. one yeah. champion. One champion exactly. I don't know. I it, get it. But. It depends on the situation every way that I think about right. it. But in this situation, I think it was. I mean, it was. It was very like I think Tara clearly had that. Yeah. Barring a miracle, which we didn't get, we got an anti-miracle in Stephen and Brian's game. So we ended up doing this Madden simulation where I just ran a game of Madden between the two teams affected with their current rosters. No user controller, just random. It was like 100, 150,000 coin flips basically decided how the game worked out. We applied those scores to the missing scores for the four players involved. Jamar Chase for Steven, Josh Allen, Joe Mixon, Evan McPherson for Brian. And it sounded like you said Evan McPherson, which is what I'm going to start cool, calling him. That would be a cool <laughs> name. Yeah, that's way better than McPherson. Evan <laughs> McPherson. That's totally what I'm going to call it. So that's what we did. Yeah, and it was kind of fun to watch. I mean, it was better than no football. It was, yeah, it was like kind of fun and super lame <laughs> at the same time. So we're just watching Computer a video game that's people. not being controlled be played out. Yeah. And so we were going to announce the results of that because they were they're actually very statistically interesting. Oh, and just for the sake of argument, I did this for the Stephen Bryan game too, but I looked at the... The ways so Gabe Davis needed 24 points for Emily to pull off a miracle upset, and it just it was not going to happen. In the Madden simulation, he had four catches for 65 yards, which was 8.5 fantasy points. In Week 18, he had three catches for 39 yards for 5.4 fantasy points. So either way, he didn't do enough. So this was the correct thing to do for them. The numbers for Stephen and Brian are a lot more interesting, and I might just post them later because you guys don't want to listen to me for a minute read off stats I don't think I don't think so but here's the highlights I guess in the Madden simulation Jamar Chase had a great day he had 18.6 points what's super cool is in week 18 Jamar Chase had 18.6 points exactly, exactly. <laughs> to the decimal he had slightly different like he had more catches for less yards and da 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 but the, the math worked out exactly the same Jamar Chase was getting 18.6 no matter how you cut it which applied to Stevens already scored 85 points, gave him a total of 103.6, which was pretty good. It would have beat Tara (laughs) by less than a point, but yeah, good score. Brian had Josh Allen, Joe Mixon, Evan Evan McPherson. I totaled the points both ways, and they were very similar to Jamar Chase's crazy similarities. Uh, There was only four points of difference. In the Madden simulation, these three guys got uh, Allen had 32.2, Mixon had 15.8, McPherson had 8 for a total of 113.6 when applied to his previous total. So Brian won. Brian won third place. Good job, Brian. He did it. You are getting some classic Brian dick. That's great. I ran the numbers week 18 anyway, and it was just stupid how similar they were, how close this, this simulation actually came to what they would end up scoring the next week. Uh, they were 27.7, 15.3, and 9 for a total of 109. So it was only four points difference. And even in the, with the week 18 points, he would have beat Steven. So. All right. Brian, you're the clear. That was a lot three. of numbers. But, yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that the math worked out that way so that 
the Madden simulation was not a total, you know, freak event. What was it called? Arbitrary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very accurate. Somehow. We used the same logic in the Gregory Bowl and we did. by that Evelyn won. And then also by week 18 points, Evelyn would have won too. So Evelyn was the champion of the Gregory Bowl uh, this time for anyone that was following that alternate storyline. Yes. So that's what that's happened. It. That's how our season ended. It was, it was fucking weird. A like bumpy ride. I mean, no matter how we did this with the points and the coming up with a solution, how do we handle this in the last week of fantasy? <laughs> it didn't feel right. No, it all feels kind of gross. I, I I'm think, glad Hamlin's doing well though, because if like he right, would have taken important. a turn and this all felt so gross, I just I don't know. It would have been really oh yeah. Super I don't yucky. I don't know. We would have done a podcast of worse option of right. Yeah, what would have happened there, but. Anyway, it just yeah, it was. Um, it doesn't feel right. I'm I'm thankful that that Tara and Emily's game was so clear cut that we didn't have to do much. Yeah, like I liked the option of doing something over doing nothing, mm-hmm. um, especially in cases where it could have gone either way. But theirs was so probably already determined after that Najee Harris like three minutes to go miracle touchdown. Right. That. It made this this outcome really easy and not too messy, which is good. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully that never happens again. Yeah. Maybe we should talk about that and have a plan for that. I don't know. Like, I, Evelyn, this is not a popular opinion with Evelyn, but I see the logic in just leaving the points as they are. Not on Monday Night Football in the Fantasy Finals. That's the only reason that it sucks worse. But, like, so, like, two weeks ago, that New Orleans and Cleveland game, when it was, like, negative 10 and, like, 30-mile-an-hour wins. Yeah. I didn't think that game was going to get canceled, but I looked at the conditions and said, like, hey, that's going to negatively affect everyone playing in that game. I'm staying away from it. Right. Like, there's situations like that where, you know, it's not their fault the weather sucks. Right. But as a fantasy owner, you can plan for that. Sure. Yeah. It's it's not the the same, but it's... Because I also avoided that. That was the best, like, similarity I could find. Yeah, exactly. What you know ahead of time, you could plan for. We obviously didn't know this was going to happen. Um, you couldn't plan for it. I follow a lot of like fantasy football commissioner and fantasy football statistic subreddits, and they're everybody. It, I, I'm just sick of reading about it because every single league is having controversy about it. And yeah, glad that ours worked out kind of. Yeah, for as much complaining that our league does about things, I feel like <laughs> it was handled pretty well. So much complaining. I mean, I'm sometimes I'm part of it too, but yeah, I think it ended up okay. Tara has two championships. She's a championship of. Fantasy and a champion of complaining. <laughs> I all that bitching about Satgate. It. I'm sorry, but let's let's go yeah. back to week three and remember how Just she, how she we used don't the need words. To freak out about stuff like I that. have to advocate for myself because no one else will advocate for me. And then you ended up winning the whole goddamn thing. I told you. Yeah. I told you. Just relax. Things will work out. Relax. R e l a x. Relax. We're gonna be okay. I, I'm. It's good. I'm glad. I'm glad Tara won. Now I have an arch nemesis. Uh, Sorry if you can hear <sighs> snoring, little Luna. Luna's snoring right next to us. It's just like, you know, we did that episode of the bold predictions, and like this is how this year ended was so far outside of bold. Like, yeah, like you would never have called that. You would never like. Right. Some guy on the field almost died, and it canceled the way it canceled the game and the the way that we do fantasy math, and, and then the we last... ended up having a repeat champion. Right. And like, I I would have never called any of that. Yeah. 
But there was so, like no recovering from it because it was Monday night football of the oh, yeah, finals. It was, like, I know. You, yeah. could, you couldn't do anything else. If it had been one game prior, we could have sub players in it. Like there was so many ifs and what ifs. Right. But there was nothing you could do. And that's just how it ends. That's part of fantasy is like a lot of it's outside of our control. And we we try to do the best thing to make it reasonably fair. But fantasy is not fair. And right. Oh, I know. This was a good reminder. Yeah. This year. So. That's going to be the season, the season's end. That's how it ends. The lemon drop and how our, our season ends mm-hmm. as our league. And we're looking forward to the live draft. Fuck yeah, we are. So exciting. Be there, be square. Tara's going to bring the trophy. I'm going to bring a good attitude. Are you? Nope. I'm going to bring the heat. Isn't that what they say? Some, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know if you're Anyways, using that right. But. I'm ex- well, like, I wanted to bring something. I think they say packing heat. No, you bring the heat. Mm. I'll Google it. Anyways. How do we end this? I guess we just say we'll see you next season. Yeah, until next time. Maybe we'll do an off-season episode. Maybe we'll do, like, an NFL draft episode or oh, something. Yeah, that might be kind of fun. We'll see. But that is how the year ends. Congratulations, Tara. Yeah, congratulations, and Emily. Emily. Strong second, second place season. in your second season. I know oh, that was good. kind of a... A wet fart of an ending, but you did really well. Jess, on your huge last game of the year. <laughs> what? <laughs> Didn't she have like a monster, like 190 or something? She, she? totally did, yes. Wasn't well, it? I was going to put Brian at the end of that because he was third, and that made oh, well. logical sense to me. But <laughs> Sorry. Congratulations, <laughs> Sorry, Jess, Brian. on your eighth place finish. Um, <laughs> yeah, she did. She had 180 points. Yeah, she did great. Holy shit, yeah. yeah. Which was, I think, clearly our monster. second highest score ever. Yeah. Oh, because of Mike Evans, yeah. Yeah, monster game. Mike Evans had as many points in week 17 as he had in, like, the previous nine weeks or something. That's wild. That's the kind of thing Brian does is he gets this – Brian has historically had rostered players that had a just bananas game once he's out of the the (laughs) contention. And that's that's sort of what happened here with Mike Evans and Austin Eckler had a 32-point game. Yeah, she had a wild score. Congratulations. Congratulations to everybody. Oh, and who won the Bieber? Mary! Oh, it was definitely Mary. Yeah, Mary for sure won the Bieber. The last week was much closer in scores, but the, the second before week, she lost by like 40. So Mary's yeah. going to take home the Bieber. And we'll uh, maybe we'll look at, at revamping the way that that works next year because the, the brackets are just disgusting and hard to keep track of. Yeah, we'll figure something that out. That seven teams maybe. in the playoffs thing, I still think is a good idea, but it made the bracket really Yeah, really it made it really weird. complicated. So. For sure. We'll we'll pull it. We'll work on this. Start start sending in your ideas and mm-hmm. complaints and suggestions and complaints and we'll, uh, we'll make it better. Yeah. Mostly just get ready for the next live draft in the natural state. Yeah. For flip cup draft order or whatever we end up doing there. Yeah, send in ideas for that too. All right. All right. We got to wrap this up. We're yeah. finishing have the Green Bay game. Go back. And uh, have a good night. We'll see you guys next season. And I'm here to remind you of the mess you left when you went away. It's not fair to deny me of the cross I bear that you give to me. You, 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 you ought to know.